Was this a good fight for Ryan Garcia? No. Was this a good fight for Ryan Garcia? Yes. Let me explain. It was a good fight for Ryan Garcia because coming off a, a, a layoff, coming off some um, emotional and mental uh, issues, personal issues for himself, with a new trainer, Joe Goosen, this was a fight which took him the 12 rounds and also provided him with some problems that he had to solve and that actually he didn't seem to be able to solve in this fight. That's not to say he won't be able to do that, but he's looking at a different trainer, a different kind of fight. Why wasn't it a good fight for him? Because the fans wanted a knockout. Joe Goosen expected a knockout. He said that he would be very surprised if it went the distance, and it did. What people were saying was that his opponent, Tago, who had a lot of knockouts and a lot of wins, but most of most of them, in fact, almost all of them, in his native Africa, if he survived the first four rounds, things might be okay for him. So the fans wanted something. They were a bit quiet. It was a packed arena. It was, there was an expectation, but just in the way that styles make fights, fighters make fights. And to have a fight that is exciting, you need two fighters who are prepared to exchange. And Tago clearly wasn't. He really wasn't happy about Garcia's speed. He was put down in the second round from a, a left and then a right, which he complained to the ref about. But it was a break on a punch, a punch on a break, should I say. And it was a fast, accurate right hand that turned him around. He couldn't say that he slipped or that it wasn't right. I think from that point, from that part, point on in the, in the fight, he was on his bike, unwilling to trade. He also kept his hands low. And you know, if you're going to try some punches then or try to engage, then you leave yourself open. And I think he realised that Garcia was just too speedy for him. What Garcia didn't do at all was to have any kind of plan to really break Tago down. He did walk him down regularly. Tago was on his bike most of the time. I do accept that Tago bent very low to get under most of those punches and Garcia's the taller fighter and consequently you can't always um, hit those punches if, you, if, if your opponent is so low and has a strong back as, uh, as Sergio Mora said on the commentary team but he didn't go to the jab at all. The jab could have opened stuff up. It could have made uh, Tago fire back and therefore given Garcia more opportunities. What Goosen said was that there were, they, he wanted him to go, in conversation with, with Chris Mannix, that he wanted him to go to the body more because he's got a peekaboo earmuff defence and that will bring the hands down. He didn't go to the body that often. The flurries of punches were, were quick. Um, they were, you know, they were powerful. Tago spent most of the fight in survival mood or survival mode, should I say. But by the sixth, I think he thought, well, actually, not I've got a chance here, but I think I'm, I might have a go. They did trade a bit, and Tego seemed to be settling in. He landed one. I think he only landed two punches, which hit the mark in this fight, to be honest. But um, he landed one, got a double, 
a double right and some flurries in return, but he didn't go down. And I think he might have felt more confident. Did I hear Joe Goosen say in the corner before the ninth round to my, to um, to Garcia, "You're you're better than this." Well, maybe he is, but he didn't really want to. Didn't really seem to have the key to unlock this fighter, this opponent. Chris Mannix was saying he wanted more um, separation, not to smother his own work. And, you know, by the ninth, uh, Tego wanted to trade more. He was wobbly in the 10th. He did, it was a left and then a right hook to the jaw, which was spot on. And uh, he, um, he had to hold on. And he held on so that eventually when he did hit the canvas, the ref didn't call it as a knockdown, he called it as a slip. That's good ring work. Garcia was still trying to get him out in the in the twelfth, but you know, he didn't manage it. The cards were wide, of course they were. And what Dazone was saying, and this is not a good fight for Dazone either, because of the lack of action, they were saying, well, maybe this will help Garcia because he might um, get more opponents now. They might see it. Opponents might see him and think, that Garcia doesn't look that good. Yeah, we'll have a go. You know, it's, it, he's, it's, been, it's been thought that he might fight um, Javante Davis. And he's, we've got to understand that he's got a new trainer. It's a new style. He's coming back after a long layoff. There have been the issues, you know, with the, with the Canelo camp and some trading back and forth on social media in that way. He's got to put all that behind him. And settle into a new style. So that's why this fight was so good for him. Because Tago wasn't he he wasn't gonna give up, but he didn't really want to give Garcia anything to really go for. It is worrying though that Garcia had that conundrum and didn't seem to have the answer to it. Interesting, but let's see what happens going forward. Tonight, didn't seem to be a fierce prince. He needs that key. He needs more in his arsenal. Only then will he be a real contender. Ta-ta.